0: Welcome to the lunchtime Catcher podcast. This is Wednesday night. It's episode eighty-six. I have Grant Hill on the line. How are you, Grant?
1: Good day, Um Good day to everybody and the listeners. Um, trade day. Good day for the bombers. I um, would. I'm calling it. I
0: uh, it I'm would... calling it
1: as a good day.
0: Yeah. Well, in reality, you've got to you've got to back your players, and you've got to back what the club does, and 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 look to retain a hundred goals of Fantasia and and Joe (laughs) Danahar is a, is a big result. You've, it's a, it's a great, um, it's a great moment for the club. Look, I won't, I won't deny the fact that now some good conversations have got to be had, uh, but I'm sure that a lot of conversations have been happening in the last month about what each scenario would look like. And I think the fact that, you know, I think the whole week it's felt like Joe Denhaar, for me wasn't going to get traded. It's just Sydney's first offer. I, I felt like, oh, you're not really taking. It's not like they weren't taking no, it they, seriously, they weren't, but there was they. just. Nah. It, it, I'm sure they wanted Joe, but I feel like we're going to hear hear about something else in a couple of weeks where Joe actually was con- almost changing his mind because it, it felt like Sydney would just. Not coming to the party, their their best was offering pick nine, which they could never actually get. oh so because Papley never got went to Carlton and a future first and and they wanted a second round pick back. And so reality is obviously to der whether the emotion is there or not. He was never going to accept that. So hang on a sec, Scotty, just to get that
1: really clear and clear for me to be quite honest, and the listeners. Sydney's final offer to Essendon for a six-foot-six athletic full forward who's who on his day can be very, 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 very good was a pick they never had, right? A pick that they thought they could get, but a pick that they never actually got. Yep. Plus a second-round pick. And... They wanted
0: a second round pick back from us. No. Well, Jake Nile from The Age, who's pretty reliable, said that it was a pick nine. Yep, that they never had. It was a future first round pick.
1: Okay, so what, next and year they, or
0: something? And the expectation was if we give you that, next year, yes, That you, but you, we wanted a second round pick back from Essendon. Um, wow. And that, that was just nowhere near. Well, because... No,
1: no, no. And and because Dodoro said that from the very, very, very start. I swear the next statue, I will personally pay for it. <laughs> the next statue of, needs to be of Adrian Dodoro at that club. Because you and I both work at procurement, mate, and this guy is a
0: master. Because he came out early. At, at trading. Oh
1: Yeah, at, at trading. Yeah, <laughs> oh, at, at trading. Absolutely. Yeah, look, I'm
0: not going to pump up his tyres for for how we're, for. for everything as yet because i think no he, i i
1: he was... will i think the sun and moon rises at his feet <laughs> no but... you,
0: you cannot have 15 years of failure and then glides, nah, glides. Scotty, i,
1: I made i beg to differ i beg to differ well, yeah, i don't think doesn't you can teach him how to kick
0: i don't think you can no, he, he
1: doesn't teach him how to play at center half forward
0: mate <laughs> well I, i'm sorry i disagree i mean it's, you've got to have you got to show something of success uh and no, look- no, no,
1: no, no, no. He he drafts the players that he is able to get at the position we've we've given him in the draft. We've got we 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 had Scott Gumbleton, who was an absolute lock at pick number two, right? Like absolute lock. The bloke's back was stuffed, and we couldn't do anything about it. Essendon has finished ninth and eighth, and ninth and eighth, and tenth and seventh, and ninth and 10th, and you get average draft picks. We've got we like. Connor McKenna, Adams—I mean, these are newish ones—but he drafts a man, and you can't—you can't say we haven't had success because people like St Kilda and Carlton have had number one draft pick after number one draft pick, and have done two fifths of four eighths of bugger all. He only drafts a man, then he can't coach him as well.
0: Uh, I know that, but you've also got the opposite scenario where you have got the Sydneys and Geelongs and Hawthorns, who just have continued success for a decade, who who don't have any draft picks. But they yeah. managed to,
1: I yeah, mean, because they had they had Scarlett Kelly, uh, all these people that they drafted.
0: That they recruited, you mean?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the whole
0: point, isn't it? Oh, they they just happen <laughs> they
1: just happen to have drafted probably five of the better footballers in recorded history, dude. Well, I, look, much, I
0: mean... yeah, look, I I look for me, we'll disagree. I think he's the best trader in the business. That's my personal feeling. But I think but yes, his, on the, on the trade, his drafting of kids is still questionable. If if i still find players can't hit a target, I still think right. that I still think you're recruiting guys that can't hit a target. Whether there's so Elliot be...
1: Elliot Kavanaugh, Elliot Kavanaugh was a fail. I'll give you that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Elliot Elliot Kavanaugh was probably a fail. No, I, I look dead set, I want you to give me the top six times the got it wrong. By the next podcast, <laughs> by the next, <laughs> by the next podcast. But no, no, no. I agree on trade on trading. He came out and did a very, very clever thing. He came out and said, "You want him, don't you, Sydney?" And they said yes. And he said, "Great. Here's the price because you don't accept Sydney's offer. Like it's not, it's not Sydney um, makes you an offer and you have to accept it. No, no, no. no. It's the other way around, mate. He's a contracted footballer." We set the price and you accept it. That's the way it works. If if we wanted to go up there and take Blakey off their hands, we would have to pay what he's what what Essendon thinks he's worth. And Dodoro did a very very smart thing. He came out and said, "We don't want draft picks. So d- like don't don't come to us with draft picks. We want a player. That's what'll get it done." And that was not unreasonable. And Sydney, unfortunately, were not willing to pay the price that they had to pay. It's that simple.
0: Well, I yeah, I I everything you just said, I agree. They Swans had to come to the party because they're the one that poached him from halfway through the season. And, there you go. And they're offering, though. I'll just say on reports, it's never been confirmed, but I think to entice Joe to Sydney, I think they would have offered offered him big money on a long term oh, contract. So let's, let's apartment in Bondi, the whole thing. <laughs> let's be realistically, it would have been a huge offer. Uh, but they just didn't show up uh at, when it counted to to actually get him. And I, I, I actually wonder what Joe Danahar's actually thinking right now because Oh so am I actually. I think it, I I wonder if he's I wonder if he's peeved at him. I wonder if he's peeved at him
1: by saying, Listen, come on mate, come on up, come on up, we'll give you buddy money, five years guaranteed, the whole thing. But then they weren't prepared to pay overs for him.
0: Yeah. And which is <laughs> yeah. What
1: was required to secure him. Yeah. Like
0: McCartan and pick nine could have got it done. It exactly. Exactly. I mean, they didn't even offer five and nine, you know. <laughs> if we were no. About <laughs> it wasn't even the the base in line that most, even media. People. Like I, I was hearing the media talk on trade radio. They're, they're not, this is not, no one was anti-Est on this. I mean, Terry Wallace and, and Damian Barrett and, you know, how much he loves us. But he's saying, look, they see, yeah. they, they, they was just saying, Swans just haven't come to the party. They played a big game in getting him and they didn't go after him because. And that's such a silly move because you
1: got to know Essendon do not, do not give up. Like they do not pay or give up something when they don't need to. They play hardball. And with one of the better potentially full forwards in the comp at six foot six, whose last name happens to be Danaher, and he's contracted. I'm sorry, mate, you, you get you, you have to prize him out of our hands. Now the, the team at um, at Essendon, Xavier and the boys now, and Truck and Blake and all of those guys have a huge task on their hands. Really, really big task to convince this bloke, like they did Aaron Francis, to stay. And I have no doubt that it is going to cost the Essendon Football Club a bulk load of more money at the end of next year to keep him because.
0: But, what but I like it. What if he kicks sixty goals? I, I think Essendon will just do it anyway. Uh, like yeah, that's...
1: I mean, he'd, he'd be worth it anyway. I, I think now, that's sorry, hey, just just between you and me and the listeners, right? I've been uh, I'm in the uh, the OB studios, the outside broadcast, i.e., my house. Yes. Um, and it's the middle of dinner. I'm going to head into the kitchen. If you hear the odd pan bang, <laughs> please excuse me. Means you're cooking. It means I'm it means I'm, wh- I'm whipping up a sumptuous repast for my much 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 better uh, half. I can back um, that up. Yeah, but I've I've got some lovely meatballs going on, and I don't want them to burn.
0: <laughs> no, uh, you don't want to uh, annoy the the wife. <clears throat>
1: as but... stunning as she is. <laughs>
0: So look let's the good news is uh, outside of the Joe Danahar uh, thing and and you're right there's gonna be I think a lot of the conversations would have been done already so I, I think I I've never felt Joe didn't like the club and, and he even said it if he even said it prior to the trade period that this was nothing. Nothing against the Essen uh, Football Club or anything like that. I just always, to me, I I actually just always felt it was just a good deal that he couldn't refuse, and we just weren't prepared to put in anything like that kind of deal because we just wanted to see how he would play next year, injury free. So, yeah. so the the luxury Essendon has is they can they can make a decision at the end of next year on on a, on his output. You know, if he if he's struggling with injury, then okay, that's that's just what it is, and we might. Not have as big a bigger sort of temptation to to get a trade back or or, 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 or I guess a quality pick back being a restrictive free agent, but that's yep. the risk. I think that's the risk worth taking. I was going to say that's the gamble. That's, that's the, gamble the gamble we've taken because he, obviously if he kicks 60 goals and then it's a huge payoff, right? And they and they can go, hey, Jay, now we can give you that contract that you were kind of getting from Sydney and. And there's every chance he may just go. Actually, this is this is fine now because he's always got along with our players. So let's remember all that. Oh it's, yeah, that's it's not that's not him the issue. him turning up to Essendon's. No, I don't think will be any big deal. So I think I think I think, um, I think that would happen. Uh, uh, look, I on a side note, and uh, yes, I can definitely hear your pans. Um, that's okay. <laughs> uh, on a side note, I have liked the fact that Fantasia um, has been going around seeing all the boys. You know, you, it's just funny when you watch guys on Instagram and you are them having, you know, dinner with Job, then dinner with Jimmy Stewart, then going to Sard's wedding. I know,
1: isn't, oh. it, isn't it cool? Like, I, I like
0: it. Yeah, it, it's like, it's nice, it's refreshing to see and, and it tells me um, Fantasia's sort of well and truly entrenched into the club. To another side note, it'll be very interesting how Essendon approached the leadership group this year. Very interesting. Because uh, yeah. I'm sorry... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be ruthless here. I'm sorry. I'm so glad Joe is back. But I better not find out that he's in the leadership group because I'm sorry you did request to leave the club. Hate to say it, Joe. The consequence is, is you're an Essendon player. We'll see how you go. But you're not touching the leadership group. That's my opinion anyway. No, 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 no. I
1: think, And I think he knows that too. Like He would have to
0: know that. Yeah, you'd hope that's common sense that... That that's not you know we're not doing some fake sweetener for him to try and stay at the club or anything like that. Sorry. No you know. no no no
1: because we if any if any club needs to have strong leadership next year it's us oh, right. Big time
0: so, big time yeah. yeah. All right. so Tom Cutler from the Lions uh, basically for a third round pick and I think pick seventy two. Um, so really hardly anything. Uh, look a really interesting player over six foot wingman can kick the ball sixty five meters very very comfortably. Played kind of in and out of the Lions' side and had a few injuries, so he, he wanted to get back to Victoria. He's now got that chance, so it'll be very interesting to see where this kid ends up. I, I It's one of those ones I literally have no idea, so I, I've not watched him enough to fully understand his capability or... Um, you know, I was just thinking today. I, I don't know if we've got like a Kyle Langford. I don't know if we've got like a, a, a different kind of player. But he, I like the fact that we've got a wingman. <laughs> oh, look,
1: honestly, mate, I, I have I have never heard the man's name be mentioned.
0: Like I don't know him from a soap. No, is it is a guy that we don't know. We both don't know too well. I just. No. I see a few highlights and, and obviously watched a few Lions games and seen him a few times, but nothing. I don't of, know that he's going right to be t-
1: the next sort of Merv Neagle or um, somebody like that. But um,
0: great. Look, Eddie's mate, reference. he's.
1: Yeah. yeah, you like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know that he's going to be uh, the next Merv, but look, he's over six foot tall. He's He's got a body not too dissimilar to mine. And he looks like an AFL footballer. So get him down there, teach him up and, and look, listen, I know, um, truck and and Blake listen to the podcast. So if you need a hand with him boys, um, just just let us know at the lunchtime catch up podcast, uh, we'll come down and uh, and help you with the boy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Obviously we've got, you know, if, if he needs a hand on fitness and, you know, yeah, just, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you just wants that extra pair of that, those little mm-hmm. t- last two little abs, just to just to make that good proper six pack, let us know. Um, and I mean, you, I know you, you're you're talking like you're being very um, uh, conservative, Scott. I'm but modest. I you, you, you're no, very modest because you were the best kick of a football at Marinda High School <laughs> between the ages of probably year nine to year twelve, um, lace out every single time. So don't be too modest.
0: You know that.
1: And I was averaging probably thirty-five to forty-five hitouts a game. So,
0: if they want a hand,
1: we yeah, can help them out.
0: Exactly. Well, I mean, mm. I was known as the Greg Anderson of of yeah. I mean, you were the Greg Anderson. Yeah, the only yeah. thing
1: you were missing was the hair. Um, the Greg Anderson. He, you were a bit of an unknown quantity. Um, you were playing at this other little dodgy club and uh, school, and then he came over to Marunda, and mate, just the the turn, cleaned the up. turn, and the kick, just just cleaned up. So, mate, look, track. You need a hand, mate. Just let us know. We're happy know down in a minute.
0: Happy yeah. to support whatever you need. So our Phillips also coming in from Carlton. Like a- it, yeah. Uh, if you compare these stats with Zach Clark, they're they're very very favourable. averages almost <laughs> averages almost thirty hits out thirty hit outs a game. So definitely can get his hand on the ball, which is which is what you want from a backup ruck. You 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 know they're going to play six to eight games as a probably a backup ruck. But if he gets his hand on the ball first, that means you can either Hopefully, split the kind of clearances, or, or or even hopefully get our hands on the ball. So that's a much better kind of prospect as far as replacing or helping out Bell Chambers and Draper. So
1: yeah, look, a, a big a big thank you to Zach, but mate, yeah, this this is this is the guy for our long term backup while Sammy gets his feet back underneath him.
0: Exactly. So look outside of that we obviously got what went from pick 37 to 33 in one of the deals. So the good nice. part the good part for me is we've got pick 31 and 33 just to actually draft. So we we've actually got, you know, two you know, obviously they're going to be a little bit project but there's two half decent players coming in that that we can have a look at and see if we can get a a bit of a gold mine and and we do Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean this, this is the thing
1: I I, I know I've seen on Facebook a lot of people saying, oh, Joey, the snake is snaying, and oh, we we should have got the deal done. Oh, look, guys, reality is that we didn't, okay, just for a start off. But everybody needs to, I think, needs to take a step back and go, not only do we keep Raz and Joey for next year, we're getting Devin Smith back, we're getting um, fitted players back, and we're drafting a couple of kids. Like, Dirty's okay. It would be nice if it was higher, but our high draft picks... Um, Aras and Joey this
0: year. Well, that's, you, a, that's our that's high draft picks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, look how how are you going to grade if you if you did a school grade? How would you grade the the trade oh, period? Tough. Good question. It's a hard um, one, isn't it? Because yeah, we we, tough. we didn't have any luxury uh, without knowing what the Danaher deal would do to actually go too aggressive. Because you know we yeah. had, we could have ended up with five and nine and gone really aggressive, but we didn't. So we had we, we knew we didn't have our first round pick. So I think I think I'd give us a, a, probably a B plus. Um, yeah, look, I think I'd, I'd I'd probably
1: yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you were. I was going to say, oh, I don't want to be the same as him again. But no, you are right, B plus. Because I reckon if you asked Adoro, what his score would be, he's going to be up around that B plus to an A because. He had a plan. He he, he told us his plan. Yeah. His plan all along was to retain Joe Danaher. And his plan all along was to retain Raz. And yeah. I, I bet you that's what was signed off by the board. And he achieved it.
0: No, and, and you could... Uh, there'll be a, so much happening behind the scenes that we don't know of. I mean, we only get snippets of it when you see... You know, Joe Watson having dinner the night before with Raz, and then Raz having <laughs> cafe morning breakfast with with Apple, uh, and suddenly he says, "Actually, i you know I'm not going. I'm just staying with Essendon." And, and you go, "There are all the little things behind the scenes." You're going that in a kind of operation Essendon. Of <laughs> it's a, 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 oh, mate! I tell you what, a, the the players the players' influence on each other and the Heps and
1: the, and the those guys it's it can't be understated because Yeah, both of them said they'd like to go. Uh, Well, except for Raz. Raz didn't say a thing. This is the thing, right? That's another thing I want everybody to remember is that Orazio Fantasia came out in front of the, the media when he didn't have to, but he came out in front of the media and said to everybody, I'm not going and it's laughable to think that I am. Now, apart from that, he did not say a word. Sure, he went home. He went back to Adelaide. And you know what? If I'm 100% honest with myself, he probably spoke to Port Adelaide as well. His right?
0: manager did, yeah.
1: He his did. manager did, right? And it's he he would be neglecting his client if he didn't, right? That's why you have managers, to do that sort of stuff. But he said he's not going anywhere. He didn't go anywhere. So it's it's exactly what Dodoro said he wanted to happen. He said, I want to retain Joe Danaher. And he didn't have to say that about Raz because Raz told everybody he wasn't going. So, mate, I give it a good, strong um, B+, plus because he told us what he wanted to achieve, and he achieved it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, funny enough, uh, when you think about the losers of the trade period, I mean, definitely for me is Carlton and Port Adelaide. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah.
0: look, Carlton obviously made some moves, but to not get Jack Martin and to not get Papley, that's a big big thing for them because they you know they're both under 25 you know one has a the potential tag but Patley is a you know a very very good player right now and to not get that kind of talent through the door that's a that would have been a bit of a setback for them um agree oh, agree and, and i think in port adelaide just had a stinker like port adelaide is they've lost good talent and they haven't really traded well for that talent so, no,
1: the that dougal dude or whatever his name was, the bloke I
0: didn't realise that they only paid like second round for him or Well they round. No, what they third, did. Third round if I something. remember right, they they got twelve and eighteen, but they to get twelve and eighteen they gave secured back uh pick ten. And you're like and Port Adelaide's the whole week has been saying he's a first round pick. He's a first round pick. Yeah, okay, you got twelve and eighteen, but you can't give back ten. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't have the best pick out of all three of those go back to say St Kilda. St Kilda just, I reckon they just they they for me won the trade period. I think they needed.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're clearly the club of destination at the moment. Yeah, um...
0: and look, uh, do you know what the destination thing is a little bit of a furphy. Because it's even with Carlton right, really, what it is 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 this year that the clubs that had big salary cap space because they got lack of stars were able to be aggressive and courting oh in yeah, yeah, yeah. courting players well above the price they should be so oh, mate,
1: when I say sorry to interrupt when I say uh, club of choice i don't mean i don't mean everybody wants to go and play at St Kilda because it's the greatest place in the world with the best facilities and the greatest coach and the they're two two days away from a premiership or something. I'm saying destination club of choice because they've got a lot of money to throw around. Yeah, and the people the people that are going to go there know that St Kilda are going to bring in two or three or four really good players this draft period, this draft because they've got the money to do it. And again, Essendon is one of the big three clubs or the big four, whatever they say. So I have no doubt that that influenced Shield and Sard Stringer and all those guys. But when Gwen Smith signed, and then Stringer signed, and then Sard signed, I, I bet you they looked at and went, "Well, we're, they're building something big here. There's a lot of good players coming in, so I've got more um, chance of success." So that's what they're thinking at St Kilda is that, that they've got Brad Hill, they've got um, all these guys. They picked up Zach Jones, more like from Sydney
0: too. They picked up. Oh, Zach, did they?
1: Yeah. I'm just flicking through Instagram as they I'm got talking. Butler to you. from Richmond.
0: They got Ryder. Um, okay. And Josh Jenkins just, made it to Geelong. Dougal Howard from Port. So Saints, Saints at least got you know, uh, a good sort of wealth of talent that they'll, yeah, they, they'll they improve needed. next year for sure.
1: Oh, hugely. And that, and that's what I, thought, I think I mean when I say sort of club of, of destination of choice or whatever the hell it is. Um, it's just, yeah, the, the guys can see other talent coming in and they could be on the rise. I thought that's what Carlton was going to do this year, actually. Mm. I thought Carlton was going to spend up big and grab Papley and grab Martin and grab no, they all tried. these sort of <laughs> – yeah, they
0: tried, and that, they, just, they look, didn't get it done. I think the Papley deal, actually, you know, in all honesty, probably did result a little bit on Danaher. Because I, I reckon if they got Danaher, Sydney wasn't as concerned about kicking goals. But they didn't get Danaher. So I think they were then concerned about a 40-goal kicker suddenly, suddenly leaving the club, who's contracted. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I think the Swans almost did on an us, and just said, actually, now we need him. Like, we actually need him. So and he's contracted. Yep. So sorry, everyone. And then to, yep, uh, the Suns just went a little bit too uh, on the overflating Jack Martin. <laughs> uh, that's my yeah. You're anyways.
1: right. I had to think about what you said
0: before we were talking about what Jack Martin's worth. And I think <laughs> a second and third I'm... is 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 reasonable I, and for a guy. Yeah, I can't. For a guy who wants to leave the club, I think that's yeah. I
1: I can't sort of get past what you said, and that was that the the Gold Coast Suns dropped him to the reserves <laughs> under no circumstances should a number one draft pick like that kid with that much apparent apparent talent um be dropped to the twos playing in the worst club in the at the comp
0: yeah that's you you can't you can't demand a first round pick after that no 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 no
1: no you and you're can't. right it, it, the nah. number
0: one pick to me is irrelevant it's what your output is and for four years or five years, it it hasn't been great, and um, and then no. when, when you're playing in in the seconds for a bit of time this year, you just you can't just turn around and suddenly, suddenly tell Carlton, no, he's a first round talent, and you go sorry, yeah, guys. no, you just, no, nothing backs that up, so. Uh, I th- nope. I think Carlton actually got a bit screwed, probably twice over, <laughs> but bad, <laughs> bad luck. Um, <laughs> oh mate, Carlton, Collingwood, uh,
1: and uh, Hawthorne don't care. Don't, yeah, I know
0: my care, bad, my. Care yeah, yeah. Just, you're sorry, you're you're probably a bottom six side again. Um oh, mm-hmm.
1: really devoted about that. Properly devoted.
0: So look. Uh, oh, but they got any bets? Eddie Betts! Oh, yeah, they got, what, 30-odd-year-olds, I was Betts. just
1: going to say, they got the oldest, and uh, they got, like, the geriatric version of Eddie Betts, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, who didn't look that convincing this year, so... um, No, he did not. And again, they dropped him, and yeah, that's...
1: Yeah. Anywho, you don't, know, but you know what will happen, right? You know what will happen this year. If they'll beat us? When we play Carlton, Eddie Betts will kick five. You know that, right? <laughs> The annoying little octogenarian will kick fire on us.
0: Uh, I think. I think. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, Sad Sadio McGrath might might close him down, but who knows? Oh yeah, probably probably true. So, look, in, in just getting off the trade period, I, I'd be silly if I didn't bring it Where'd up. you go?
1: Why are you talking underwater?
0: I don't know. Oh, and I've lost you. Have you got me? Yeah. Nope. Yes, I do now. Okay, cool. So, if I didn't um. I have to bring this up because, and, and some people are going to roll their eyes, and some people go move on and all that. But it is, it is news, and it is our football club. It is an absolute, pardon my French, and we'll beep this out in post. I
1: almost swore just then. It is a beeping travesty. <laughs> That's what it is. I, I don't. This is not just news, mate. This is an absolute beeping travesty. Where there is clear evidence that they actually doctored paperwork, but now we're just being told that we have to move on.
0: Well, it's it's hard one, isn't you know, it? Because uh, I mean, I was even thinking of uh, Sam last week, and and um, and him coming, just being an Essence port in, in two thousand and fourteen. He must be thinking, like, why are we just, and Essendon fans constantly talking about this? And it's a hard one to explain because it's it it does. Whether we like it or not, for some of us, and I'd say not all, and some definitely want to just get over it. And I understand it because it actually causes hurt to some people, and that's why they want to get over it. So I get that. But but when you keep on hearing documents coming out, and and this, and so what has happened is is basically Lovett Murray um, and his manager are continuing trying to get what they call freedom of information. Um, documents out of the government and ASADA. And they're getting these documents that are relating to the ASADA case and they're going through them and then they're going, hang a sec, there's some inconsistencies here. And so when you you have a, when you clearly see documents stating the words Thaumason Beta 4 and the original quotes from the either doctors that they interviewed or the ASADA investigators or Esidan or a player had mentioned just the word thymosin it, it is very critical that uh, the evidence comes to light that ASADA manipulated documents to make it so that thymosin beta 4 was replaced with the word thymosin though the every quote um, was thymosin, and that's a big difference because thymosin and thymodulin is a legal substance, and, and yep. so so when, for instance, like when you have um, in the CAS hearing, when you have that that language saying that you know there's an invoice for thymosin beta four, and there's an invoice for thymosin, it makes a big difference because what you're saying is that there's an invoice that this 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 product may have got to the club. And you've called out and lied and manipulated documents to say that thymosin beta four was that was that um, supplement. But if it's just the words just in the invoice is thymosin, then I'm sorry. Thymosin splits into various ways, and there's a legal version and there's an illegal version. And if the evidence evidence has never been clear on this, but if you were if you wanted a reasonable doubt and you had Text messages of, for example, Stephen Dank talking to the Melbourne Demons doctor about setting up a program of thymodulin, which is the legal one. You have a thymodulin bottle found at the club. You have Tim Watson describing thymodulin and describing the bottle correctly. The descriptions that in the paperwork where they, were, they doctored it to TB4 actually was around an immune booster, which is thymodulin then you have every right to be a little bit peed off because you're more likely describing illegal thymosin. It's no, is it concrete? No it's not. But if you want reasonable doubt, then I would actually argue that you're more likely talking about a illegal thymosin in these documents. I guess and that's the whole point. It's it's that they banned these thirty four guys on such shit evidence. That's <laughs> And, and it's it's just annoys me, and and I know people say move on, but it's all these little details of manipulation and doctoring, and, and it really does matter. Like a Brownlow Medal was stripped off a captain yep. of a football club. Uh, Thirty-four guys are still classed as cheats, and and yep. and that's why you have Tim Watson, sorry Joe Watson, tweeting even this afternoon to keep digging and you, that's why you have Lovett Murray still asking for more evidence to come and he's still he's still working on getting freedom of information documents out because what comes back basically stinks and uh, and you're 100 percent correct and so I understand that call for Royal Commission and, and, and I I still think there's still more information. A lot of people are going, oh, every bit, every bit of information is out there. No, it's still getting gathered. We're still finding more and more and more. Uh, so I have, I have no problem with the royal commission. Might say, oh, you know, it might set us back or anything like that. Essendon can go on. They can do their own thing. They can play the game. But there's still an element there. our football club, which is 140 years old, got went got got put through the ringer and i still to this day feel it is one of the most unjust things that's ever happened in, in australian society and in not just sport but just as a as um, as an outcome that is so unjust that i i get frustrated that people don't take this more seriously is for it, all sports
1: and that's is the, it ang- is it angry is it angry in the lo- uh, alone in the dark sort of <laughs>
0: podcast angry no well it's just that's just how i feel like i i I, I, you know it's it's i've always talked to you privately grant and and we're talking very transparently right i always said you know what i'm i'm gonna cheer for essendon every year and and uh i i'm i'm one of the few and people will disagree on this that i i've no problem with the essendon football club needing to move on because they're a commercial product. People might not like that, but there is business. They've got to get on with things. Uh, And they can't beat the AFL. They know that. They can't beat them. Everything's, you know, it's a different kind of situation where a Royal Commission or something like that is more required. There's no court case left for anyone to do because basically we've gone to a Swiss court for crying out loud. And, yeah. and, and lost, like, and there's no other angle. That's so. I, I have no problem with that. The club had to actually say, you know, we think it's unjust, but we've got to move on. And people, I know, uh, people, absolutely. But it doesn't mean that, um, almost to Joe Watson's words, it doesn't mean that that there's parties that still shouldn't have a look at this for the sake of Australian sport because asada still is our governing body over this and we have to make sure for all sports that this body is not corrupt and i think when you doctor papers and change wording from actual quotes i mean when do we start saying fraud and corrupt and and you know start because it's 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 um, for, for me it's almost beyond manipulation it's, Mate,
1: it's it's you won't hear that stuff because if you start if 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 there's a Royal Commission or something happens and they find out that the governing body like that um, doctored paperwork and then they that doctored paperwork formed part of a police investigation that went as far as that the sports minister in Canberra and that same sports minister and the head of the federal police of this country stood in front of a lectern based on evidence that they were given by ASADA, apparently doctored information. It would it would threaten the public's uh, trust of pretty much everybody, especially the government, the Australian government, whoever it is, Labor, Liberal, or otherwise, does not want this to happen.
0: No, because that's, it would be as embarrassing as all hell for them. That's that's the horrible part of this. I, I always the, the horrible part in this is as much as I, I want things to keep continuing, is it does. It does mean that the the Liberal Party or or even Labour has to actually agree to all this, and from what I hear, it touches both parties, and I'm not sure they have the appetite to want to bring all this up. So it's no, and, and I agree. And that's the, that is, and that's being real. That is the hard part in all this. That there's so many in, there's so many interests in this, whether it's the ACCC my- or anything like that. It's there's so many parties. A very big, powerful nature. That it's it. But do I say give up? Heck no! To bring out No, I, but but but. Here's the thing, Scotty. From speaking
1: from an Essendon football club point of view, the, the the people, the other interested parties in this, that we haven't mentioned, are the guys that want to get on with their AFL footy career. This is the thing, man. Like it, it's you saw Zairekas in tears. Michael Hurley almost grew uh, the the world's largest beard and didn't talk to anybody for six months, right? The emotional state of the players back when that crapola was going on was just... It was devastating, right? And the club made a decision, and I disagreed with it at the time, but I understand where they're coming from now. The club made a decision... Herdy made a decision to step down. The club made a decision to stop what they were doing, probably mostly because of the welfare of the footballers. Like, they... They can't have this back on their shoulders again or back on their thing. If Nathan Lovett Murray is still checking stuff out, then that's great, mate. But the problem here I think we're facing is that if there are allegations like this that come out on the in the paper that Asada doctored paperwork illegally, fraudulently, and there's not an investigation into this, what the hell else can the Essendon Football Club do? Because if, if Essendon thought if, – if, if ASADA or AFL or WADA or the ACCC or whoever the hell thought that Essendon changed a single document, a single word on a single bloody document that we submitted to ASADA, WADA, BADA, FADA or nada, we would have the world jumping down our throat. But because it's going to affect the government, it's going to affect ministers, it's going to affect heads of federal police – that too important and too
0: influential to have it. Go ahead. The part part of you is right. Um, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. It's I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, I was, look. I was probably generally, if I'm being completely honest, I was probably a little bit surprised uh, with Job's kind of saying, "Keep digging." Uh, I, I must admit, I, I I wasn't expecting him to have that kind of view, um, but. Because he he kind of expressed to me like he was a person that was, you know, like really getting on with life, like a totally, uh, and and that's obviously still the case in some ways.
1: Yeah, I 100 percent agree, man. I, you know what? Though if, if the Essendon Footy Club came out tomorrow and said, you know what, this is incredible evidence, and I think we've got a, a further case to go back to whatever court then again, I'm going to support it because if the club wants to do it, then the club wants to do it. But mate, we've, we have officially moved on. And it's a very sad thing to say that something like this jumps up. And again, you don't know the hundred percent validity of it, but when something like this pops up and to sit there and think as an AFL football, especially Joe Watson, who won a bloody Brown though, that they have been stitched to think that they've been properly stitched fraudulently or illegally, they've been stitched up to cover someone or a group of people's asses. That must be incredibly frustrating for them. Absolutely incredibly frustrating.
0: Yeah. Well, look, I won't go too long, but I mean, obviously the the counter argument on SADA is that, you know, sure you couldn't check on some of these substances, but, you know, you, you still couldn't check from the, from, you can still inquire and, and, and the TB four was illegal from two thousand
1: and ten. Yeah, but, I, I, but 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 I yes, it's, whole- it's
0: not on any list. But you can inquire further. But but the you know the the point was for me just to close this out. The point was, was that TB four was actually brought into or manipulated into a conversation. That people, yeah, that's my that point it's, it's not the fact that the players didn't check TB4 It's like when we talked to Heath Ocking And that's why I asked him the question Have you ever? Did you ever hear of TB4 Prior to the investigation And he had no idea what it was That was my thought Because AOD Because that was a national embarrassment That Asada actually went for us for that And realised that they made the mistake The yeah. problem was It ended up going, well what else is there around? Oh, they use thymosin. What's it? Oh, okay. How about thymosin beta four? And and that's that's how I generally feel like it's almost concocted. Is that that we we needed we needed something to gra- to grab two hands onto? And so let's manipulate the argument around this substance, even though there's very little information um, around it. There's this like six thousand pages documents, and I think it's the word thymosin beta four was mentioned like about four times. So it's, yeah. it's like, come on. Anyway, good day. Good trading. <laughs> good, day. good trading. Mate, uh, Adrian, you've done it again.
1: Um, anytime you want to start the statue, I'll uh, I'll pay for it. I think he's done an excellent job only because, like like he said at the beginning of this process, mate, he said, I, I want to keep Joe Danaher. We want to keep Joe Danaher. He is a required player at this club. Um, and that's what we're going to set out to do. We're going to try and convince him and try and to, to keep him in the club. Sydney wanted to pinch a potential continued all-star, all-star, <laughs> all-Australian um, player for nothing. They wanted to pinch him for nothing. They gambled with picks they didn't have, and they lost, and they lost badly. Because if you had the opportunity to to get a six-foot-six full forward, you should have paid overs, Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because
1: you've you've got a history of that, mate. You paid well and truly over for Buddy. But maybe the Buddy money's still there and couldn't afford to pay him everything. But we did, and that's what I like about it. We achieved what we said we were going to achieve. And um, full credit to Adrian Dodoro. And again, you check your uh, Facebook feeds at the moment. You won't find any messages from the SNL Football Club about retaining Joe Danaher. No, exactly. because because he's a retained player he's an easy he's contracted player he's not going nowhere we haven't retained anything all he's doing is just playing like he said he was gonna next year and, and and i'm all for it now man i'm all i'm all in on joey all in on a fit joey d and raz in the forward line supported by jimmy stewart or, or brown dog or Ker- uh, mckernan anybody like that mate that's and with Blake teaching people to low their, lower their eyes, I'm all for it. I'm super excited about it.
0: So, look just just quickly too. De Dura has just gone on radio uh, and just confirmed that Pick Five was never presented to the Essendon Football Club.
1: Nah, that's that's not good enough, Sydney. Not even close to being good enough. He said,
0: uh, 5 was." Wait, why did you put the pillow over the microphone again? They put they put nine and a future. What first are you doing to in... the microphone? Just talk. Um, okay, they put nine and a future first round pick to us. Basically, is their uh, was their response? Nine
1: and a few. That's not even close, man. That's 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 seventy percent of a deal. Like seventy percent of a deal.
0: That's it. And half that deal they didn't have. He's got, I spoke to Joe an hour ago. He's obviously a little disappointed, ultra. (laughs) But as you know, with Joey, he's a really resilient young man. And through this whole process, I think we've grown to actually respect him a hell of a lot more for the person that he is. He's going to be a little bit disappointed as we speak right now, but knowing him and his character, he'll come out the bigger and stronger person. Yeah, that sounds like there's a bit of work to do. (laughs) Yeah, it does really, doesn't it? It does. It does. But you know they can all you have to tell joe is say, hey mate they didn't even offer pick 5 for you buddy so uh what what do you yeah man,
1: what am i going to do he knows that yeah. yeah he knows that man this is this is a business when you start talking trading and leaving a club when you're contracted they have the A football club has to protect their investment and if we if they if we if i had found out that Dodoro gave pick 9 and a future uh, pick for joe i'd be i'd be ropeable yeah as a supporter i'd be ropeable because Mate, if that was, and I'm not going to name names, but if that was a much much lesser player, fringe player, or just your average sort of half decent footballer at Essendon, then you go look. Okay, fine. But he's a he, he on his day, he's a freak. Like everybody, apart from his injuries. I remember James Brashaw saying, if Joe Danher wasn't a father son pick at number ten, he'd have been number two or one. Yeah. So you don't give up a player like that who's coming back from injury. Sure, we've we've messed him up a few times, but the injury is going to heal itself eventually, hopefully. And we've got a bloke that can kick a 60 to 70.
0: Yeah. And I, I love
1: it. I love the fact that we retained him.
0: Well, yeah, big, big offseason. Uh, I must admit, Rutten's got a nice little apprenticeship happening. Because, uh, I like it, yeah. There's a big communication piece and a big bonding needing uh, they need the players to have a bit of a paintball game or something. <laughs> There's something a bit of bonding going on. Um, I think so, yeah. A bit of work to do, I think, as a club, and uh, uh, I'm hoping, hoping uh, we can sort of uh, have a big off season, attack the 2020. But I, I must admit, I'm a bit of a realist to go. There's there's quite a bit of work to do at our club in many aspects, and um, I just hope we come out professionally on round one. That's 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 my first my first <laughs> that wish. That has to happen. That absolutely has to happen. All righty, mate. I'll let you to your meatballs. Nice work. I've got meatballs to eat. All right. Uh, talk soon and uh, go bummers. Yes, indeed. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.